Max, my name's my name's Colin Nottage. I um yeah. I run a health and safety consultancy. Um, based uh, we're based in in uh, near Stanford in Lincolnshire, but uh, work uh, work all over the uh, all over the country. Um, and I've got the interest in health and safety podcast. We've been going for um we've been going for nearly a year now. Just coming up for our, our first anniversary. We're about to well, our hundredth episode, which uh, which I'm really I'm really really proud of. And um you know and, and I think you know it'd be great just to have a bit of a chat today about about your business we'll chat we'll chat if it's okay a little bit about the sort of the health and safety side um yeah of, uh, definitely. cleaning um and maybe if you if you haven't done it before then um we can you know we can <laughs> give you a few things to think about i think but um but so you so you've um you've got a little on the way i believe as well so you've really uh you've really sort yes of, uh, dived in at the deep end mate yeah so handed in my notice um really because my last my last role was up and down the country as a national role. Um, some weeks, you know, mm-hmm. I was coming home at the weekend, being away a week, coming home at the weekend, absolutely shattered. Um, and I want to, I want to be a, a bit of a hands-on dad, having a daughter in two months. So I want to be there um, as much as I can. And um, like I said, went on a, on a social event with um, two window cleaners and they kind of sold the lifestyle to me. And I came back from that social event. So it was, che- it was Cheltenham for, for two days. I came back, I handed in my notice instantly. <laughs> so, and then literally the day after, lockdown was um, announced and um, we were told we can't go outside. So like I say, um, pivoting a little bit to probably what? and adapting to what I'd normally do but um yeah health and safety and window cleaning it's absolutely massive isn't it yeah I mean there's there's um there's been a lot of uh a lot of in uh industrious solutions I suppose to you know so there's there's a big part of it obviously is access isn't it and getting um you know getting up to the windows and the more I think the more the more you can avoid having to climb then um and then the better the better you're gonna be yeah but uh, it's not always possible you know and so it's uh you know i suppose it's making it's making the right calls and it's having the having the right equipment and, and being comfortable and being confident um with with what it is that you're doing so what um i mean have you have you sort of i mean at what stage are you at then have you bought uh have you bought some equipment i mean are you ready to go or are you uh are you still yeah still so I've, I've got all my equipment now um i've uh, got a garage set up so a water filtration system in my garage and then also there's a tank in my uh, van mm-hmm. um, in terms of health and safety i mean i'm aware uh, you're carrying a van so in terms of insurance um you need to declare that you, you you're using your van for business and if you've made any modifications to the structure of the van um which i've done i've made made them aware of that um a kind of formal um, health and safety, I suppose. I've got a health and safety. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm hoping you're going to be able to interject and tell me what I am and, and not doing right or give me Definitely. some pointers no, on where to go. Sure. But I've done risk assessments myself. And I've got a health and safety policy. My vision is to grow it, grow the business and not be the sole person in the um, in the business. So I've, do, I've started to get training um, logs um, already yeah. ready so I can record any kind of training uh, that I do. Um, I've got a first aid kit. I've got a fire blanket in my van already um, and, a, and a little extinguisher. Um, I'm trying to just think of all the things that I've done. I'm trying to impress you and I'm, 
and go, oh, oh Max, we, I don't need to give you any pointers, you've got it nailed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I think the thing is, though, I mean, you know, what, what, what I love about what you're saying is you're thinking about it. And I think that's the, you know, that's the most, that's the most important thing is just to, it's just to think about the things that you, uh, that you want to do. I mean, there might be, there might be some chemicals that you, uh, that you're using. So, um, you know, you just need to be, need to think that, you know, are they hazardous to health? You know, so do I need to do any cost work, any cost assessments? Um, I don't know, is there any, is there any electrical tools that you're using? You know, is there any? Um, yeah, so there is. So we use, which is probably the, had the biggest effect on, I think, um, window-related accidents is we use water-fed poles. Yeah. Um, so we extend it and we can stand on the ground. So ideally, we don't need to go up a ladder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, that's pumped from a battery in your van. Uh, okay. okay. So, you know, so just, you know, just making sure that that's electrically safe because, I mean, you know, water and electric don't mix particularly well. Yeah. You know, so you just want to make sure that they, that you've got that uh, that kind of stuff that kind of stuff covered. You say you um you say you've got risk assessments in place. I think one of the one of the things that sometimes people um just overlook a little bit is that okay we've got that we've got that document um and and it's about the environment that you're working. You know, so if you're you know if you're doing window cleaning at the front of a property and there's a road, you know, I mean my my property where we live we are right on the pavement. We've got no front garden at all. We're right on the pavement, We've got a massive, beautiful back garden, and nothing yep. else. So, if anybody wanted to do anything on the front of the house, then they've they've got to they've got to stand on the pavement, you know. And there's always the risk of them stepping back, you know. And there's the live traffic that's going uh, that's going that's going along behind you. So, it's, so it's about just being aware of your environment, aware of your surroundings. So, it's one of those things, you know. But my advice to you is, is is don't just don't just do it and then and then park it and then say right I've done it off and safely it's just something yeah, yeah. you want to be thinking about all the time and, yeah just you know just considering you know when you turn up at a job right what well, you know what have I got you know what, what's going on you you know I suppose some of the stuff that you're going to be uh, you're going to be faced with is the uh, is the is the, the barking dog in the in the back garden you know that might be a big yeah. bugger, you know so it's you know there might be kids there might be kids that are um that are in the house and so you just got to think about your interaction with that you know you don't you know, you'd hate to leave a gate open and the, the owner's child runs out into the road. You know what I mean? You, you just, you know, that just destroy you, you know, yeah, and, destroy, yeah. and destroy your business. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, but just, it's just being aware, I think, of what, uh, you know, what it is that you're going into and, you know, and, you know, just doing, just doing a great job, mate. So, so would you say on that, that there needs to be a risk assessment for every eventuality. So do I need a risk assessment for terraced houses, a risk assessment for working in an open farm on a barn? Or Do you know how I'd do it, right, is, is the job, the job that you're doing is going to be pretty consistent. Okay, so the, so the, actual, the actual activity of, of, of putting the pole up and, you know, and uh, going up and down and cleaning the window, that's going to be fairly consistent. You may you may benefit from having a, a simple little a simple little checklist that you have on, on a property by property basis that just asks some really really you know simple questions like the sort of things that we've spoken about and then you just you just consider them at the time and uh, you know but to be totally honest with you you know whether you write it down or not you know I don't I don't I, I, the writing down process it becomes important if something goes wrong so that you can yeah. demonstrate that you've done something. But in actual fact, the thought process and just thinking about what you're going to do is actually going to stop something going wrong. Yeah. That's more important. You know, so, you know, just considering what's going on around you is more important than ticking a box. But 
you know, you, sometimes you have to have the box ticking done to, to, to demonstrate to the health and safety executive or, or the insurers or whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so I think just, get, you know, just get, getting comfortable with thinking about what's going on around you, you know, because I suppose you're going to be working on your own quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like working. Yeah. So, so again, you know, I'd like you, I'd like you to think about your wife. Uh, is your wife or girlfriend? Sorry, you you married? Girlfriend at the moment, girlfriend. but she, she, every day I get reminded that she should be my wife. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you got your wife. You got your, you got your daughter on the way. Um, I, I want you to think about them, and I want you to think yeah. about, about, about how important you are to them. So, um, you know, so when you're going and and doing your work, you know working on your own you know it's it's about it's about not putting yourself into into awkward and, and difficult situations because if something happens to you then they're the ones that pick up the pieces they're, they're the yeah. ones that, that have to face the rest of their lives either without you or with you in a, a vegetative state or in a wheelchair or whatever it may yeah. be and it's just yeah. not fair you know it just isn't fair it's not fair on you it's not fair on them so um you know so just think about those sort of things i was i was trying to get some figures on I mean, I'm spe- speaking to window cleaners like oh, it's one of the most dangerous, most dangerous jobs in the world. This is it's the most accident prone jobs in the world. But I mean, it, joking aside, it probably is up there quite high with uh, with accidents. Mm. I would say. It could well be. I mean, um, do you know, I, I mean, I don't know the stats. I don't know the numbers. Um, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you are, you know, if you if you think about if you think about you know the job and the activities, then there is there is an element of uh, there is an element of risk. Okay. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean that it has to be dangerous, you know, because it, you know, risk, risk, um, if you control it properly, you know, we, we, we deal with risk on a daily basis. We, you know, we all, you know, we cross roads, we, we, you know, we, we, we use, we use electrical equipment in the house. We, we, you know, we, we climb up and down ladders and stairs and all sorts of stuff. Um, so it doesn't have to be, but it's just about controlling things, you know. Because one of the other things that you, that, you know, overhead, overhead cables and power lines and stuff like that, you know, you just need to be, again, just aware, you know, because you don't want to, if you're putting up, you, are you going to be working off ladders or are you at all? Um, as little as possible, but yeah, I will be. Yeah, so, you know, so, you know, um, you know, there's been a lot of in- injuries in the past with, um, with people coming into contact with overhead cables, with, with aluminium ladders, that kind of stuff. Um, and also once your ladder's up, you know, about getting it secured, you know, and hey, it's quite difficult when you're window cleaning to secure it anywhere. So yeah. again, you know, it's, um, you can get devices on the bottom of the uh, ladder to, to sort of try and foot them, you know, so you're, you know, there's this thing, there's things you can do. It's just, uh, it's just going and looking at, looking at it a little bit and finding out, uh, exactly yeah. what, uh, you know, exactly what the right thing is, you know. Talking to other people, you know, talk to the people that have been doing it for a lot of years. hundred percent. And that's what I am doing. I'm fortunate enough. And unlike a lot of other communities, um, I've got three, like I say, I went on this, this to, to Shelton with two window cleaners. I've got a friend who's a window cleaner and unlike other communities where they, I would probably be seen as competition. Mm-hmm. They're really, really friendly, open, helpful, um, putting hours of time into helping me out so i suppose that's why uh, again came to the, the apprentice when the cleaner podcast um because I'm, I'm just learning but it, it, it is it's really refreshing to be an industry where people have got got you back and sharing the knowledge and experience and um you know and and, and the thing is with it you know you know a lot of um i know a lot of companies that that uh that, that want their buildings cleaned you know not just their not just their windows but the, the facades and everything yeah. like that 
you know there's 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 lots of there's lots of opportunity you know just um i mean it's like, it's like anything you know just be just be as good as or better than other people and then you're going to get a, you're going to get opportunities and and you're going to get work aren't you so definitely so what's the idea um you know what's the idea of, of your podcasting so you've got a podcast that you're uh, <coughs> basically you're, just yeah it's a share the journey and um, so it'll hopefully help not just new window cleaners getting into the business of window cleaning but also people who have been in window cleaning for yeah even not specifically window cleaning it could be just a cleaning business in general and speaking to people like yourself who window cleaners might not have had an opportunity to speak to someone who's an expert on health and safety or advises on health and safety. And so it's just sharing that knowledge that I'm, I'm learning along the way, really. Mm. And could be someone who's been doing window cleaning for 40 years, but I speak to someone who's developed a new bit of technology um, and they, they get to know about it that way. So, you know, I'll I'll, I'll definitely, um, there's a, there's a guy called Christian Harris who runs, um, who runs a, 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 a company called Slip Safety or something like that, the okay. floor cleaning company. Um, yeah. He's amazingly pivoted his business during COVID, you know, and become a, a decontamination company. And um, and I had um, I had Christian on the on, on my podcast um, uh, about just before Christmas, something like that. Yeah. And he's a smashing he's a smashing guy. And I just think you know you know if 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 you're thinking about sort of cleaning in general, not just window cleaning. He would be a really, really great guy to, um, okay. you know, to, to to talk to and have a chat with. And he he's got a podcast as well, you know. Yeah. So you know, so there'll be some, um, you know, there'll be some some benefit to you guys, you guys chatting to each other. So I'll, um, you know, I'll, I'll, later on today, I'll, I'll 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 drop him a line and put you guys in touch. Brilliant. You Brilliant. can have a chat and see, you know, see see where it goes, see where it goes. Share are you, um, are you, you know, your podcast? Then are you going to be are you going to be talking about? Um, are you going to be talking about the business side of it as well as the actual the actual physical doing side of it? Everything, yeah. yeah. So from techniques to um, equipment, maintenance and um, marketing, you know, health and safety, everything, all areas of, of it. So, I mean, really it's, it's the same as any kind of small business that's starting out and then growing that hopefully into an empire and taking over the world. <laughs> what is the um you know what what would be the 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 epitome of total success then how would how would it look what 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 window would you want to clean that means that you've made it <laughs> well being from lincoln um i would love to get my water fed pole on the uh, lincoln cathedral <laughs> the iconic uh, have you visited lincoln Mate, yeah, you, yeah uh, so yeah. you could probably see this the uh, cathedral from where you are right. um, but yeah the Lincoln Cathedral I'd like to but ideally I'm looking to have a team working uh, for me as well so that mm-hmm. kind of leads on to a question I've got for you I'm yeah. I mean probably most sole winded cleaners um, are well hopefully pretty aware of that looking after themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. when it comes to employing you know if i've got two people out there on the on the roads cleaning windows what other considerations do i need to take okay so the um the you know the law the law actually puts a um a, a sort of a number to, to to when you have to start doing a bit more so so once you've got five or more people in the business okay yeah then you have to you have to become a lot more structured i suppose in in how you uh 
in how you record information and documentation and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, so whilst you're less than five, it, it doesn't mean you're going to do anything, you know. So, so again, you know, if, if you're if you're supplying people with, with vehicles, then you've got to supply them with properly maintained and inspected vehicles. Um, if they are going onto the public highway on your behalf, then you need to be comfortable and sure that they are safe to safe to drive. You know, so so there'll be some there'll be some checks around uh, you know around that they've got they've got driving licenses and that you know you you aren't driving any unusual vehicles, so they don't need special uh, special licenses. No. Pretty standard bands. Um, you know, it's putting in. I suppose it's you know, you know, there'll be some HR stuff that you need to that you need to think about. So getting the getting your contracts right and, yeah. and within your contracts, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna talk about um, a whole load of stuff um, that's HR related. But there'll be a health and safety element in there. And I think it's just getting it's just getting the basics, you know, of your I suppose your expectations. You know, it's where where do you want to be as a business from a health and safety perspective. Um, and and then imparting that information over to the uh, over to the, uh, to, to the team, and then and then and then working with them to to achieve that. And um, and I think it's you know the, the most successful businesses are the ones that do it collaboratively. You know, so rather than rather than saying I expect you to do this this and this, is sitting down and talking to them and saying right then you know how how are we going to create a really really safe and open and trustworthy environment you know where we can where we can talk about the hazards and the risks and the and the things that we're going to be doing and and between us come up with the right solutions and i think if you've got you know if you've got an, an environment where you know where, where people are, feel comfortable to actually say to you that you know i, I feel uncomfortable then yeah. then you are in a great place you know you're in a really great place there so you know, so the more the more open, the more honest, the more transparent you can make your uh, you can make your business, then then the better. So you know, so take that right from you know from your first employee right away, um, you know, right away through to your hundredth, you know, and just get just get this environment where people people love working for you because they they feel they feel important, they feel part of it, you know, and feel that they can make a difference to to the way that they work, you know, then you're going to be then you're going to be successful. But yeah, um, you know, there, there's some, you know, there's a, once you once you get uh, once you get over five, then you know, having you, you say you've already got a health and safety policy, well, that's great. But then you need to start to have a little bit more structure to your to your documentation. So you need to you need to be able to to um, uh, uh, demonstrate how you manage chemicals, how you manage manual handling, how you manage um, risk assessment. You know, isn't I don't think noise would be a particular. You know, your equipment isn't noisy, is it? No, not particularly. No. And there's no. I mean, I, I wouldn't have thought there's any any vibration in the the equipment. You know, not, um, not, not, not to an excessive amount, but something maybe like a a power washer could potentially have mm, some vibration. Okay. I mean, I would. My gut feeling, okay, and it's just a gut feeling. My gut feeling is that the the amount of time that you'll be using this equipment will be so low during the day. Yeah, you know that it's not going to be, it's yeah. not going to be, yeah. not going to be a problem. But you know, it's uh, I suppose it's always it's always worth being aware of that. And uh, but you know, there's um, you know, there's a number of simple little things that you can uh, you can just put in put in place. A, sim- a simple simple document that, uh, that that's your arrangements, and that's the that's the sort of the last part of your health and safety policy. You've got your you've got your statement of intent. Then there's your your duties and responsibilities that's in the middle that says who's who in the business is going to do what. 
and then your yeah. arrangements is the bit at the end that says how how you're going to do it and then you need some records to demonstrate that so so again you you might need a little bit of pat testing for the uh for the electrical the electrical equipment that you're using um you'll want ladder inspection records yeah um and um um you know inspection records for your vehicles and, and something on the chemicals so it's not it's not particularly it's not particularly complicated or difficult but you just want to you just want to have your have your ducks in a line but as yeah. you you know as your business grows and as you expand so other risks other hazards other things that you may you may need to consider you know so you know there might there might come a point when you you start to, to use powered access because the buildings that you're working on are a little bit bigger. And, you know, okay. once you, once you go down that route, then potentially you've got, um, uh, people in harnesses, um, working out of, out of mobile elevated work platforms and things like that. And, and once you start getting that, then there's more training that's involved yeah. and you have to think about emergency rescue. And so, you know, so it, it sort of, it grows and it expands, but you know, um, the other thing you need to do is when you get um when you get over five people having access to competent advice becomes good definitely um, yeah. you know and so you know so it's um you know it's, it's either you do that internally yourself you know you train yourself up so that you're comfortable with it uh or you come to companies like ourselves and uh, you know we, we provide that sort of support um also one thing i'd say is 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 there a trade association of window cleaners there, I don't know if it's a trade association, but there is a federation of um, window cleaners. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I would say join it if you haven't. Okay. Um, <laughs> because my my experience, these these federations, trade associations have access to lots of information. You know, and so there's a, there's a load of stuff that you'll get. When, when I say free, there might be a membership charge, but that membership charge. Yeah. It's probably 80 quid a year or something like that. It gives you access to a whole load of stuff. Yeah, so really, really look at that, you know. Yeah, I think even to be a member, you've got to provide your training policy, your risk assessments, your okay. self safety checklist, your health and safety policy, yeah, everything you've, you, I think that you would need to, to actually uh, be compliant in. They've, right. okay. they, you have to pr produce that to be a member. Okay, so so my advice to you then, okay, is um if you if you downloaded their membership uh, application form, and then and then even if you become a member or not, yeah, like, take it off. To answer the question, yeah. you're probably being going to be in pretty good shape, <laughs> you know. So. If I'm honest, that is what I've done. I just haven't. I haven't. Uh, seems pretty tight of me not to do it and pay the membership yet. But um, I suppose that is something that I will do in in good time. Yeah, yeah. And one one question I've got so. As a business owner, a small business, or, or just a business owner, and you know, you've got somebody working for you, and you get a call uh, to say, "I've fallen off a ladder, um, I've broken my leg." What does that look like? What does that scenario look like for the business owner? What are the, what's going to happen next? Okay. <clears throat> um, let's 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 actually let's actually not not think about you to begin with. Okay, let's think about the the injured person. Yeah. Um, so the so the most important thing is 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 to get them to get them dealt with get them get they you know get the emergency services there or whatever it may be you know and get them get them help to get them supported and once you've uh, you know once once that has, has happened then we can start to talk about about how it's um you know how it how it impacts on you yeah so, so you know if if they've um if they've broken a leg or if the injury results in them having a certain amount of time off of work 
then you do need to, to report it to the to the health and safety executive. There's a piece of legislation called Riddle. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's if it's over if it's over seven days, um, or if as a result of their accident they have to spend more than 24 hours in hospital, or if they break a bone. Um, what's interesting, you, you can break a finger and you don't report it, but you break your wrist and you do. So, um, but there's a there's a big table. Okay. That, uh, there's a table that explains that. So, so there's a reporting there's a reporting of it. And that's um, that's going to generate a couple of things. Um, it's either going to generate absolutely nothing um, that you need to do, or it's going to it's going to involve the the health and safety executive coming out and doing a, a, doing a visit and coming and having a look at what you yeah. what you do. I think um, you know you're insured, okay? So so getting in, you know, that's something we haven't spoken about, but making sure you've got the right the right insurance cover for your business and for the activities that you're doing. Yeah, I'd always say give your insurers a ring, okay? So that'd be that'd be right at the top um, because. Insurers, if you think about it, right? Insurers are dealing with this sort of stuff all the time. You know, day in, day out. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. So, so they are going to be able to, to give you some really great advice. If you've got a, a health and safety advisor or somebody like that, give them a call. Because again, you know, that's that's you know how we work with our clients. We're retained. We're there. If something happens, pick up the phone. We're there to give okay. advice and support. But I think also it's um you know you say how does it impact on you? Well, I think. If if you haven't um, if you haven't provided the right equipment if you haven't uh, considered the risks in the right way um, if you haven't trained up the people properly then you're going to be sitting in a pretty uncomfortable position. Um, if you if you've got those things in place, a the incident probably won't happen in the first place, which is the most important. Yeah. But if it does happen, then it starts to give you, you know, because because at the end of the day, you know, accidents happen because because people make mistakes. You know, and um, you know, and so and so, um, you know, that there's there's always there's you know, it's it's probably better to think well, what when it happens rather than if it's going to happen. You know, this is going to happen at some point. So let's make sure that we've got our that we've got our stuff in place that we're doing the right thing. Um, you know, and that's will hopefully minimise the chance of it happening. But if it does, then you 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 know you're in better place. You're in, you're in better shape. So, you know, so good training records you want to have, um, good risk assessments, um, um, uh, good good inspection of equipment. Um, if you've got that stuff in place, then you're, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be okay. Now, ultimately, you know, what the health and safety executive do, if they're looking to, if they're looking to prosecute, then, um, you know, then they're looking, they're looking for negligence. They're looking for where, where have you, you know, ignored or, or failed to do things the right way and and if you you know and if they turn up and you've got this i don't i don't give a toss at you then they're, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna come down yeah. on you. So, so you know working with them you know and i always say you know it's it's not for you you know they're there to investigate they're there to find out um it's not for you to um to offer all the information out but it's definitely there to ask the, que the questions that they ask uh, in the right way and then what you've also got is you've got the, you know, potentially then you've got the civil side of things. So, you know, once the, the criminal side has been has been dealt with, then the civil case comes along. And this is where the injured party may well look to to, to claim against you, yourself. And I think that's why it's so important to get the insurance company involved right at the start, because they are... Yeah, and make them aware. They're, they're the people then that are going to be de defending that civil side of it. Or, or dealing with it as, uh, you know, however, however they're going to deal with it. So... You know, so you know, get your get your systems, get your processing. Regular, ch I mean, regular chats. You know, I mean, I don't know if you, um, you know, what stage are you at then with respect to to taking somebody on? Is that uh, is that yeah? So it is a little bit of a way off yet. I've got to uh, 
build my own business up first, but then. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, some kind of, um, you might want to have some kind of morning briefing, you know, you, you're definitely, you know, it's, it's very, very easy to lose touch with the people that you're employed if you're busy as well. You know, yeah. so if you've got, you know, you know, if you've got to go off to, I don't know, you're going up to, off to Hull to do a job and you've got, um, you, you know, you've got your, your guy that's going down to, to Bourne or somewhere like that to do a job, then you may not, you know, you may not see each other. So, yeah. um, you know, so regular contact, you know, keeping in contact with people, really important, you know, especially in the kind of work that you're doing, you know, so just, just make that, you know, without, obviously you, you don't want to be on the phone to them every five minutes, but just make regular contact. You know, you want to be a couple of times a day, at least you're going to be talking to the people and, uh, you know, just see how they're getting on, you know, see what's going yeah. on. Yeah. So okay. that's probably what I'd say on that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So going back to the, um, you know, going back to the business side of, uh, of this again then. So, so you, you um, uh, on your podcast then, are you going to be, are you going to be sort of trying to help other businesses who want to start out? Is that, is that part of, part of your aspiration? Well, yeah, I suppose. <clears throat> selfishly well it's not really selfishly but I'm, I'm i'm growing my own business as well so mm -hmm. yeah it's not it's, <laughs> i wouldn't say it's selfish but i'm trying to connect with people who can help my grow grow my own business but then you know if it's recorded on a podcast or like this it's actually going to help other people as well if they can listen and uh, take some of the, the hints the tips the advice from the actual experts um will help grow people's businesses so again, I think you know what what could be really good there then is 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 not just um, confining that to, to other window cleaning companies then, but but other companies that have that have employees that are going out to multiple sites. So so the sort of things I'm thinking about is is people like uh, electrical companies, carpentry companies, you know that kind of stuff yeah. where they've got yeah. lots of you know lots of people going to lots of different jobs to do work. You know, you I'll be looking to get those you know successful ones of of those, you know, chatting to those kind of people. And I think within the, um, you know, we, we've met through the, uh, through the disruptive uh, entrepreneur community, there will yeah. be, there will be loads, there will be loads of people like that just because it's a big, it's a big um, a property, uh, you know, sort of community. Yeah, there'll, yeah. Be, there'll be loads of people and, and, and really, you know, there'll be, there'll be lots of people that uh, hopefully have got windows and they clean in that community. <laughs> you know, I need so some pretty long poles if I'm uh... <laughs> Going, going throughout the whole of England. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So, I mean, I suppose, you know, as you grow as well, I mean, I suppose this, this franchise, you could franchise the business, couldn't you? That kind of stuff. You know, yeah. is, that, is that the sort of thing you're thinking about or not, not yet? You're just going to... Um, so. Yeah, it is and it isn't. So, I've got to um, walk before I start to run, I think, and uh, establish my own um, area and... and geographical location rather than uh, going straight out but definitely we've got to think big and um yeah franchising out could be something in the future definitely mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh fantastic mate that's what that's really hopefully good. i have um 10 apprentice window cleaners uh, that i can <laughs> that i can help and build their businesses up and work together with well you know one of the things you know one of the one of the aspirations that um that I've got with the health and safety podcast um, is um, is is working with a, with another podcaster, and our aim is to is to basically improve the health and safety community, professional community. Yeah, you know, yeah. we we want to we want to up people's knowledge and understanding and approach 
to health and safety right across you know right across the world if we can you know but um you know and that's by that's by giving you know hopefully good simple straightforward advice skills techniques that kind of stuff are based based around the health and safety discipline if you can introduce something similar to the uh to the window cleaning community then then that's you know good luck have you thought about your sort of things like your pricing model then how you're going to do it how you're going to get the repeat business are you, are you trying to get people to you know to sign up to some kind of uh yeah definitely so the way yeah the way i'm doing it is going through um a bit of technology called go card list where customers yep. um so that's kind of recurring monthly as well which okay. i think is quite a state it gives you the stability of knowing what's coming out next month unless they cancel yeah. um i've <clears throat> invested in a card um reader as well so I, there's going to be people who won't want to go online um who hate technology or aren't com- competent with um technology who don't want to go on to get cardless and sell for direct debits they could either pay uh, by card obviously try and keep well keeping it totally contactless during and the lockdown and COVID-19 come in really handy. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. I think, you know, getting that, um, you know, getting that, that repeat, that repeat business model is, is the thing that you want to, uh, you know, you want to, you want to get in. So it's really great to hear that, you know, and, uh, and not carrying yeah. cash. You know, if, you, if you're not carrying cash, then you're not, uh, you're not at risk of, uh, of yeah. getting, getting done over. So, you know, so that's, uh, yeah. uh, that's important as well. Uh, I mean, we've, I've made a point in my marketing to say we're a contactless window cleaning um, company at the moment. We keep to the two dis, two meter rule. Um, I haven't got anyone else in the cab, although I did read a bit of legislation last night that says off the direct.gov website um, that I think van, um, you are allowed to travel in a cab now. Um, yeah, I read something about it. I read something on one of the construction uh, uh, pages as well, you know, about, um, you know, I think ideally, though, I mean, uh, I don't see any reason for you to have anybody in to begin with, is there, you know? So. Yeah, I, I won't at the moment, so it doesn't really apply to me. Um, but, yeah, uh, I don't think I've got any more questions unless there's anything else that you want to go over at this stage maybe in six months time we can pick up again and i can go oh i've had 10 people fall off a ladder and uh, um i've fallen through a few windows <laughs> can you give me some more advice if that has happened you'll probably be out of business but, um, <laughs> yeah. you know so then make sure it doesn't happen i think make sure it... i've got one question but how how can people get hold of you so if um if we've got some listeners that are in the uh, that are in the Lincolnshire area that win- they want their windows uh, the windows doing, how are they going to get hold of you? Yeah, so that's just through um, either my, my website linkswindowcleaning.co.uk, or they could email me at hello at linkswindowcleaning.co.uk. Um, in terms of the podcast, it's the Apprentice Window Cleaner, and it's all on all of the, the major platforms. And what about yourself? Because I'm sure there'll be some of my listeners, hopefully, that have thought yeah i need to uh speak to colin about health and safety okay well thanks, thanks a lot max um yeah my um you know my website is um influentialmg.com um <coughs> the podcast is the interesting health and safety podcast um i think i think again we've got a hello at influentialmg.com um, email address, address 
Um, and uh, you know, we are we're just outside of uh, just outside of Stanford. So if you put in health and safety Stanford into the search engine, uh, hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be on the on the page somewhere. So um, but yeah, um, you know, re- hey, look, it's been it's been really lovely to talk to you, and um, you know, and, and I wish you all the best, not just with the uh, not just with the business, but also with the uh, with your daughter coming into this world. Thank that's you. Gonna, that's going to be a really amazing. Uh, I might yeah. need to do a risk assessment on that as well, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. So. <laughs> I think you're probably a little bit late. I think the control measure should have been a little bit earlier. But um, <laughs> you, um, I, I think one thing I will say is, uh, is you'll be all right for you'll be all right for sort of six to eight months. I don't think they, uh, I don't think they do a lot to begin with. But once uh, once they get mobile, mate, then uh, then you're going to be worked out. It starts happening. <laughs> yeah, don't send them up a ladder just yet. So. Well, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we've uh, just scratched the surface today in terms of health and safety, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of questions in, I'll have in, in six months' time. So if you want to do it again, it'll be great. Yeah, well, what I'll do, you know, I'll, I'll send you over. I'll send you over other but in, oh, just drop me a line. You know, if you've got any questions, if there's anything you're unsure about, then just send us. Uh, just send us. Uh, you know, just ask us. You know, that's what we're. You know, that's what we're here for, mate. And um, you know, if, if there's anything we can do to help you, then then you know, that's what we're. Uh, you know, that's what we're about. But uh, hey, wish you all the best.